This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage.
Thank you very much. Thank you. Blimey. Acreona. Do we really need another live Rolling Stones album? Apparently we do. It's live. Hit the real and virtual record shops last week. Basically, Tomcats, it's the gig that was streamed uh, pay to view back in 2012 from the Prudential Centre, Newark, New Jersey, on the 15th of December. I have to say, I found the album a bit too clinical. I'm not saying parts were like, you know, re recorded in the studio. It's just too perfect. I want to hear Danger. When, when I was uh, down in Brighton the other week, Glenn, hello, Glenn. He'll be the summer before he catches up to this episode. Anyway, Glenn mentioned that he'd seen the choir boys the day before for Guy Griffin's birthday. And although technically they were musically spot on playing a great selection of choir boys tunes, he preferred the drunken falling over first two albums only played live spike version as it was more fun and dangerous. You know, I guess... That's what I'm saying about the Stones. Having said that, I'd be pretty knocked if I'd forked out to see a bunch of drunks playing live, mind you. Saying that, and that's probably what you'd be expecting with the Choir Boys, with the spike on vocals. Oh, what do I know? Uh, every time I open the latest edition of Classic Rock, the obituary section has grown by another page. I'm sure there could be a standalone monthly publication dedicated to those musicians who have sadly passed away in the last four weeks. I don't generally dwell or comment on those who feature in said section. However, I'm very lucky to live where I do, great neighbours, and I jokingly refer to our road as uh, Stella Street, as uh, up the top end, Angel Rich main man Kevin Hayborn used to live, his father still does, and uh, tells great stories about Ron Smallwood and Iron Maiden when I bump into him in our paper shop, or as we seem to be getting older, The Chemist, Two Doors Down, one time Level 42, and one time the divine comedy drummer Trevor Smith lived. Sadly, last weekend Trevor succumbed to the big C. When he first moved in and I found out he was a drummer, I asked him who his favourite drummers were. He replied, Stuart Copeland, good choice. And I think he also mentioned Phil Gould as uh, he said he replaced him in Level 42, to which I replied, and you freely admit to being in level 42. COVID put pay to Trevor's 50th birthday. So last year, he held Trevfest in his and our neighbours' back gardens. There were bands, there was alcohol, and there was food. All happening, literally, on my doorstep. There is some footage of Trevor playing with the Divine Comedy on German TV. And uh, I'd like to thank their tour manager, Warren Kennedy, for providing me with the audio, who, strangely enough, is also playing bass as the then a current bassist was unavailable. All this in front of a live TV audience and over a million viewers watching at home. No pressure then. This is Catherine the Great featuring Trevor Smith. <laughs> Just as the king of Lithuania 
who sadly passed away this month was bassist Phil Spaulding whose four-string duties include stints with the likes of uh, Mick Jagger, Elton John, Matthew Sweet that will impress friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright not that he'll be listening to this Mel C, Jerry Hallowell, Terrence Trent Darby Robbie Williams, Toya and my personal fave Kylie Minogue however, although unfortunately I can't claim to have seen this line yeah, I mean I'm old but I'm not that old but he along with Mark Harrison, were in the Bernie Tormo band together between 1977 and 1979. At the time, the only recordings of this threesome were the I'm Not Ready and Weekend 7 Inches. Fortunately, in 1998, Bernie released the Punk or What 2 CD set that featured the aforementioned singles, demos and radio sessions. One track, one Night Stands was uh, unusually sung by Phil and not Bernie. That sounds remarkably like this. Bye. 
language shouldn't be a barrier preventing me from enjoying a band or an album i recently got argentinian action rock lp by turbo coopers as the title suggests the band hail from south america to wit just under half of the 12 tracks on offer are sung in portuguese even though i've no idea what they're singing about strange as it may seem i prefer the portuguese to the one sung in english whatever i'm loving Argentinian action rock. This is Otra Vez, that according to Google Translate means another time.
your debut solo album, Greatest Hits, is a bold move. But that is what Metal Marty has done with Metal Marty's Greatest Hits album. But considering his main band of the Super Suckers refer themselves as the greatest rock and roll band in the world, it's hardly surprising. And from what I can gather, Eddie Spaghetti co-wrote, produced and played on the album. Also joining Marty and Eddie is drummer Chris Von Stricher. So basically, it's the Super Suckers, but with Marty handling vocal duties. I know that's a bit simplistic. Anyway, Greatest Hits spins tales of common folk, blue-collar labourers and blokes named Hot Tub that work hard during the day and play harder at night, conjuring Steve Earle at times and evoking Iggy Pop at others. Yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah.
always, Wigwam have been plying their brand of glam rock since the turn of the century, producing six albums in that time. The latest of Out of the Dark, only hitting the real and virtual record shops this month. The band did split in 2014, only to reunite five years later, releasing the Never Say Die album. Now, I'm not saying it fared badly, but the band's booking agent dropped them, ironically, just after this happened, the band's Do You Want to Taste It track was featured on the TV series Peacemaker, leading to a resurgent, if not renewed, interest in said band. From Out of Stock, this is Bad Luck Chuck. Oh, Story about a man I know I might step on his toes He's a friend of mine I mean him no harm Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Crown upon your Virgin Mary Through the night 
Australia have always produced great rock and punk bands, ACDC, although Angus and Malcolm and uh, Bon Scott were born in Scotland, uh, The Angels, The Saints, Radio, Birdman and God. Melbourne-based band Civic, uh, they've only been going since 2017. Mind you, I say only that, but, you know, Six years. Anyway, they have released a clutch of EPs and two albums. Future Forecast in 2021 and the new one, Taken by Force. And I have to say, the new one is absolutely cracking. But don't take my word for it. This is Born in the Heat. <laughs> On the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Haven't you got anything better to do?
cool. So that was Akadaka and Touch Too Much from Highway to Hell, the last album by the band to feature Bon Scott, who sadly passed away in Dulwich, uh, which is just a few miles away from where I'm currently sitting 43 years ago on Sunday, or today, if you're listening to the Sunday Morning Repeat. There is, in actual fact, a blue plaque knee level on the brick wall at the junction of Overhill Road and Lordship Lane, commemorating Bond's demise. Nothing of note outside of 67 Overhill Road, uh, where the car he died in was parked. No graffiti, no Bond Scott forever, or R.I.P. <laughs> Lovers and Wedding Song, their latest single that you can find over at their Bandcamp site. Links to that 
and everything else on this episode can be found at theparanoidschool.com Saturday morning. Uh, if someone was to ask me which band I've seen live the most, my default answer would be The Damned. However, this isn't the case, as that honour goes to the UK subs. I mean, let's face it, they've never split up and have never stopped touring. Uh, I think the first time I saw them was at the Marquee in December 1982. Well, out of those two statements, the splitting up still holds true. But as I am sure you are well aware, the band are calling it a day on touring. Well, long tours. Weekend forays and festivals are still on the cards. On Wednesday, tickets went on sale for their final long UK tour. Right, I thought to myself, I better crack open my PayPal account and start purchasing tickets. The forum, Tunbridge Wells, on their first date. Check the Phoenix in Exeter with GBH and Discharge in support a couple of days later. Check, check, and triple check. The last date at the 100 Club. Check, join waiting list, join waiting list. All right then, the penultimate date it is then.
ooh, and indeed, ooh, straight after Limo Life by the UK Subs. You heard because I played Give Me Life, the first track to be lifted from Mick Ross's Gun Street self-titled debut album, which is due out next Friday. Although I have seen people posting pictures of their copies that seem to have arrived this week. Now, I'm not one to take sides when a band fragments with both keeping the band's name. See Choir Boys, see Sham69. At the end of the day, it's the music that should be judged. Good music is good music. So, both LA Guns, that'll be LA Guns with Phil Lewis and Tracy Guns, and Riley's LA Guns, that obviously features Steve Riley, have new albums out this year. The Lewis and Guns version is called Black Diamonds with Riley's The Dark Horse. Riley's have already lifted a track from theirs in the shape and form of Overdrive that I aired on episode 883. Well, another one, Rewind, hit the streaming platforms today. A couple of weeks ago, Lewis and Guns put out the first track from Black Diamonds called You Betray that I'm going to play you right now that will swiftly be followed by Rewind. Enjoy them both.
wish I could get it together Searching for things I can't seem to remember I lost
No. Covers Corner. <laughs> has been conspicuous by his absence. But rest assured, it will be back. An artist that um, has featured on said segmentation was uh, Jeff Palmer, who covered the whole of D.D. King, the Ramones, standing in the spotlight. Both cover and the original are great. Anyway, Jeff is also in the band The Guts, who have just released a new single called OFSC that sounds remarkably like this. Until next week, take it easy. And don't forget, I'll be at the Pelton Arms in Greenwich tomorrow evening. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.